Welcome to the Technostatic Podcast. I'm your host, Eric. This is your host, Randy. What up? What up? What up? We're going to talk about some stuff today. We got iPhone 13 and iPad launches. We want to talk about that. New World, the new MMO from Amazon launched. We're going to talk about that. Silicon Shortage. We have some things to say and camera and filmmaking discussion. Might as well just talk about that because we always do, at least offline. So, yeah, all the time. Yeah, all like, probably all more than we time. talk about anything else. Yeah. As of right now, yeah, it's like I talk about it right now, but let's 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 go in order. Let's go in order. iPhone 13, iPhone 13 Pro Max, all that stuff. iPads launched. What do we got to say about it, dude? What do you got to say? Sure. So, uh, I'm gonna start off by saying that like. I'm always going to be an iPhone fanboy. Like I just, I like it. Nice balls, by the way. Let's let's. Uh, oh yeah, what are we drinking? What dude? flavor is that one, dude? This is just the cherry one. Cherry one. You know, this is this is a a oatmeal silhouette from. Um, Yo, get your eyes out of the frame, dude. Get your. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I see it. What is that IPA, dude? This is a brunch style sour IPA with oats, blueberries, and maple syrup from our wonderful folks at Hudson Valley Brewing up in New York. Very nice. Very nice. Dude. Um, very nice. So, yeah. so uh, like I said, I, I'm I'm always going to be a iPhone fan. Uh, and if the fold didn't exist, I would still probably have an iPhone in my pocket. Uh, however, I will say, I will say that um, I played with a coworkers. He has the 13 Pro Max, and I'm kind of addicted to that high refresh rate. You know, like 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 having the fold, having multiple Android phones that did refresh higher than 60. Uh, I think that you know, prior to actually holding his phone. Uh, I was going to get the 13 mini if I was in that camp, like, like, like if I was going through and buying an iPhone this year, I would have gotten the 13 mini, but after using his, I think I would have to get the 13 pro just because promotion only exists on the, on the quote pro models. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I will say that using a Z fold three is my daily, uh, the phone to me didn't feel like it refreshed at 120 FPS. And side by side, like, 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 you know, like holding both phones in my hand and scrolling vertically, uh, the Z fold three was definitely had 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 the faster refresh rate um it's most noticeable in, in in my opinion on the 13 pro max when you scroll horizontally as opposed to vertically so if you scroll like like to swipe your home screens back and forth uh and like the white text under the icons uh that always looked that that, that always had text mirror for me on the 13 pro max so that to me kind of feels like there's something weird with the display like if it's pixel response or if it's just you know not quite 120 like if it's closer to like 85 to 95 and there's some tests online that show that the iphone uh 13 pros rarely hit 120 right like they kind of live in that in that 90 to 95 hertz refresh rate which is great right like yeah uh, eric and i have used a 98 hertz monitor for color uh for, for 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 bit depth limitations uh prior to getting our oleds uh, but if you use a phone in your pocket, guys, that, that that's like an Android phone and you're like hypersensitive to refresh rates, you're going to think the iPhone feels a little slower because it, it, it measuredly is. Um, yeah, that's a shame, dude. Cause like, well, yeah. I mean, it's a shame, but it's not uh, at the same time. Yeah. Why do you think they, do you think it's a battery life thing that they would do that? I think it's that? an optimization issue. I think it's an optimization issue. I think the algorithm, you know, like again, like think of what Apple's target market is. I, th- I think I watched a Mr. Who's the Boss episode Yeah, and he talked about it really well. He talked about like how Apple doesn't compete in the high end anymore because that's not their target market. And that's why Apple doesn't put features in their phones that general, that, that uh, general people won't use like the general premise of his video was that 
Apple is running out of things that at the average people are going to care about. Wow. So they have to keep making the camera bigger. They have to keep, you know, improving the same thing over and over again because the current design of the iPhone until they drastically change it with a foldable or a rollable or something like that. Right. They can't do anything that the average consumer will give a shit about. Yeah. I mean, you say that, but like their marketing machine, can't they like, like they've already marketed promotion once, right. For the iPad. Right. Right. So you think like they could really hype it up as being like a major thing, you know what I mean? Like, and then Um, normal, normal people would be like, Ooh, but you know, I, I don't know, like maybe not. Yeah. So like, uh, I, th- I think a really good example is like there were a lot of features that I know you and I were excited for in iOS 15. Yeah. Um, like uh, private li- uh, private re- relay, for example. Like even though you and I yeah wouldn't necessarily use that feature because we r- run our own DNS over TLS, we run our own ad blocker, so on and so forth. You know, we uh, we take those measures. Right. But I was still excited to see it. Right. Because like bringing that that don't track me in that privacy technology to your average person is, is yeah. a pretty cool feature. Uh, and you know, there's a plethora of like, of like other really neat things that, 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 that came, that, that came out of iOS 15. Excuse me. But, uh, Kelly downloaded iOS 15 and she was like, it's the same. Like, like, like to her, it was no different. It was like a right. security patch. Like, like, so, you know, it really comes down to, Apple is running out of things that the average consumer would get excited for. And, you know, I don't think the, like, I think like 120 Hertz is kind of like that borderline section. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like my, like my mom and Kelly would not care if their phone re- refreshed at 60 Hertz or 120 Hertz. I can tell you that right now. It's okay. a big deal to me, but it's not a big deal to them. So in my opinion, that's why we kind of got a half-baked cinematic mode. Yeah. Because you know who cares about camera and video? My mom and Kelly. Yeah. You know, no, that's so, a good point, man. So to me, it almost feels like cinematic mode doesn't feel ready at all, but they needed something for the average consumer to get excited about. And I haven't tested it yet, right? I haven't tested it yet, but I don't think cinematic mode works on the 12s. I haven't, I, I don't, I and don't think it does. I think it's like a limited feature, right? Like 13. That's only? bizarre. That's bizarre to me, though. Right? I mean, like there's no reason it couldn't run on them, but they need like features to sell the new phone, right? Right. Uh, I, I don't see a reason why it would be exclusive, right? Yeah, but not, Pixel not does really. that too, right? Like, 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 in my opinion, Pixel does that even worse because if you try to download uh, the Pixel voice recorder yeah. or Gcam, it, you, you can't even download those APKs to other Android phones. Wow. Okay. Even other Android phones that have better processors. So yeah. like the Pixel 5a has like that 765G, like that mid-range boy. Right. Uh, and like our folds have the Snapdragon Triple Eight. You can download Gcam, but it just it's just locked out of the phone for no reason. Because it's literally the same instruction set. It's literally the same hardware. Does, it literally um, runs the same version of Android. Um, does the well, IOC have any uh, like hardware that's specific for, for, for it? For Pixel? Well, yeah. For Pixel? Yeah. To my understanding, no. Okay. So now that's changing in the Pixel 6, but it's kind of a caveat. It's, it's kind of like an asterisk, right? Because that whole Google Tensor processor type deal. Yeah. Um, that's part of, I believe it's Samsung's like like OEM build BYOC chip program. Let's call it like that. Like build your own chip. Right. It's like they'll have a bunch of like a la carte things 
that they want included on their SOC, and then Samsung will put those in there in, in that specific SOC. So it's not like a Google-designed M1 or a Google-designed A numerical version here, Bionic. Right. It's literally Samsung says, hey, these are the options you have. These are 20. Give us six you want to see in your processor. And that's what Tensor is in its first iteration. I'm not going to say Google's going to do anything different in the future, right. but if you go on XDA developers for larger phones, you know, and, and, by, and by larger I mean like the S21 Ultra, yeah, uh, the OnePlus modders have removed that code for those specific phones. So right. voice recorder and GCam works on that device, but Google actually goes out of their way to make sure that those two devices only work on Pixel phones. And I I gotta say, guys, like like. The camera, I, I don't really care about because, again, you know, I, I, I'm still about that life of uh, if my camera can take pictures of things I need to remember in my phone, I'm okay because I'm a, I'm a camera guy. Yeah, you, know what I mean? you have a dedicated so, camera. Right, right. So, like, camera performance has never really been a selling point for me personally. But the Google Voice Recorder, if none of you have ever tried it, it is like magic. Like, you I can do voice it. dictation. Dude, you can do voice dictation to the Google Voice Memo Recorder in any language, and it does it perfectly. Wow. So, like, you could speak notes, and it'll it'll transcribe it into text in different languages in real time. That's amazing. It is, yeah, it's bonkers. I, I, I mean... I could see why that would be a selling point, but again, no one is going to say, oh, this is the reason I got the Pixel because of this voice recorder. But if you've used it, 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 it it's kind of like, oh, I wish mine could do that. Yeah, and, 100%. And I, I know like someone will be in the comments and say, like, oh, the Samsung voice recorder does that too. It doesn't do it as good. It does it, but it's it's not as good as the Pixel one. <laughs> yeah, but back uh, to the iPhone, like you think the cinematic mode, I mean, do you think that it's the same sort of thing where they're locking it to the 13 really for no reason other than exclusivity? Uh, I, I don't know, but that seems like a very Apple move to do. Yeah. Uh, especially when you consider that it works on the 13s and the 13 mini, and they just inherited last year's 12 Pro cameras. Okay. Yeah. But you can't tell me it's a sensor or optical issue because they have the same focusing systems and they have the same, excuse me, the same optics, you know? Yeah. And 100%. they have the same uh, sensor shift sta uh, stabilizations that 12 Pros did. Right. So you can't sit there and tell me that it's it's that that's different. And uh, you know what's I, different, I, dude? I, I mean, they're angled, then. Yeah, yeah. Diagonal cameras. <laughs> diagonal cameras. So maybe you could only do it if your cameras are diagonal. Yeah. Nah, like, dude. Like, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but, but yeah, dude, like that would kind of stink. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure Kelly doesn't have it on her 12 Pro Max. I mean, not that I would want her to have it because it's junk. Like, like it's junk. Like, it's I mean, fun it's to play with, thing. but yeah, I'm not gonna say no. it's good. You know, I I've seen really filmmakers see. on YouTube, like a guy, uh, this guy I watched. He was like, "Yeah, it's cool." I'm like, "Bro, you're a filmmaker, and you're saying that, dude. You're kind of like, in, can I take away your filmmaker card, dude? Like." Can I just say for a second that I'm a big Peter McKinnon fan? Yeah. And he posted on Instagram a picture of his camera wall. Okay, yeah. Now, he's super into cameras. So, like, he has, like, a camera wall of, like, really historic cameras. Like, like maybe certain film cameras that meant something to him, you know? Right. He has, like, that, like, uh, one Hasselblad, the model escapes me, that, like, was on the first uh, lunar mission. You know, like, he has all these really old vintage cameras. And then he took a picture with the iPhone and he said, like, blows my mind that the that the capability of this shelf now fits in my pocket. And I'm Whatever, like, dude. dude, dude, like, 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 you film your videos dude. on a Canon C500 Mark II, dude. You're not back there with an iPhone. I don't you know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, 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 why would he say that? Do you, I mean, because you can't really think that that's like his real thoughts, right? Like, 
I mean, like, um, I, I, I mean, granted, I'm not taking away from the iPhone because it can do. I mean, mobile yeah, cameras yeah. can do a lot yeah, so, more than they used to, right? But so here's where I'm at with that. I would say that it's probably a combination of Apple sending them a free phone, and yeah, uh, you don't want to tarnish I don't know if there's like any that relationship in that. What you know, so, so on and so forth. But he's also older than I am, right? And I think that's kind of important to point out because. Pretty much every phone I've had in my pocket had a camera on it. So if you grew up in that era era where you needed a dedicated camera and you see the photos at like the 13 Pro Max, the 12 Pro Max, the S21 Ultras with multiple lens angles, you know, right. portrait mode, uh, you know, slow motion video, all of this stuff. He kind of does have a point there if you think in like generalities of right. saying, you know. I know what you're saying, but like, here's the thing. Like when, when I think about his argument, like absolutely. Right. Like you can take photos with your phone that are really actually good. I think that what a phone can't do just because it's just really a sensor size limitation. You're not going to get those blown out backgrounds without artificial blur and the artificial blur just isn't convincing. It's it, it misses every time. Same with cinematic mode. Like it, you have to have very tailored situations for it to look good. You saw it on their advertisements, right? They didn't have any crazy scenarios. They had people in spacesuits so they could have really perfect edges. And uh, to me, that's like, you know, that's the best case scenario. Like that's yeah. misleading. So you're not going to be able to win. Even in a vintage, vintage cameras did better. You know what I mean? Like, cause they had, they were capturing light. Uh, you know, I bigger, don't disagree with you. You know, like they, like they, maybe the resolution wasn't there, right? But like they still had bokeh. They still, um, you know, Optics the res- still performed the same. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it just the the resolution wasn't as cl- clear, maybe as it was now as it is now. But other than that, um, it, it, it's still. I mean, it has a vintage look, right? People go after that, but. That's besides the point. Like the, I, I guess my point is like can't like even though mobile cameras they they're really impressive, but they still don't really beat out like real camera equipment. Yeah, yeah, but that's kind of where we go back full circle to our conversation of Apple's running out of features that excite the yeah. average consumer. Um, for a lot of people, man, that's good enough. You know what I mean? I mean, that's fine. Like, so like the average like consumer go- doesn't really like care. I don't think like That's they just point, get the latest right? like, iPhone. If you go back dude. to like when I was in high school yeah. or even, you know, when I worked at Best Buy, which was still when I was in high school, like the point and shoot segment was massive, was massive. It? And now no real camera company makes a point and shoot anymore. I mean, like maybe they do. Yeah. Like I uh, used to have like the, you know, like they like, don't like the Sony cyber shot. Yeah, yeah. I've had yeah. a couple cameras like, like that. I still have well, them. Well, like I just use your phone now. Yeah, I know. Well, that's why I was saying, um, you know, I did a little vlog video, right? And I, I mentioned in my vlog video that, you know, I had a friend that uh, when I lived in Hawaii, he came out and visited me and he brought one of those like little oh, cameras, right? And I was like, you know, your phone is better than that old point and shoot. Like, even though like it's literally better, like um, I, I was like, let's do a side by side. And like, you know, it was it was night and day, like modern phones were better than early day point and shoots. I was like, that's an old so, point and shoot, dude. So I know this is a little off topic on topic, but like just to give you an idea of like how the consumers think, how average consumers think, I guess. Yep. I have a buddy who I sold my A6000 to. Great camera. Still a great camera today. 
you know. Uh, yes. He he also had a Nikon Coolpix P900. You know, the one that space zoom. Yeah, yeah. Every picture from that is a blurry mess. Mm-hmm. Get, guess which camera he put on eBay. Oh, no. Don't tell me he put the A6000 on eBay. Dude. Gone. Damn. Gone. He, 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 he kept the Nikon because he thought the zoom was cool. God dang it, dude. Just get a telephoto lens, dude. Come on. I mean... I mean, this is like a twelve hundred millimeter equivalent, right? I so, know, but like, but like everything looks like a shoe, dude. It looks uh, like it was shot through like a. That's like terrible. A well, here's the thing: like, for most people, like just whatever camera they have in their pocket, like they they don't want to go beyond that. They don't need to, right? Yeah. The, to them, like this is good enough. They take a picture, they put an Instagram filter on it. You know good what enough, I'm saying? Man. That's they're good. They're good. They don't care about like that. Um, the look that you get from like full frame or like even APS-C I don't think people cameras. Care about, I don't think people care about, well, or maybe that's a strong term. I don't think people are concerned with um, resolution, bokeh quality, fall off. And I've kind of learned that from a recent wedding I went to that people only care about the moment. Like I saw some pretty questionable photos taken from a, from a specific wedding. Right. And <laughs> she was over the moon with them. Yeah. And like just over the moon because they yeah. captured the moment. That's and really what the phone's that's good at. one thing I can't take away from phones is yeah. they capture the moment. You They're know? always so like with if you. If, 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 if you're looking to just capture the moment and make memories yeah. and not make a f- and, 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 and take a picture and not make a photograph. Right. Right. I think phones are, are fine. You know, I think we're I think we're just exposed to like really high quality photography. Right. We know. We know, dude, like we, we have, we've developed a taste for it. And yeah. so like, you know, our kind of snobby refined taste, we're like, get that iPhone photo out of here. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I, I mean, <laughs> I see what you're saying with that, but like, because like, I would say that like snobbiness kind of comes down to maybe more like a craft beer type thing. Yeah. Where like, I could drink this, this like oatmeal silhouette boy. Right. Yeah. Or. I could drink a Coors Light. Yeah, like, I point. can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't objectively debate that my oatmeal silhouette is better than a Coors Light because that comes down to preference. Right. You could objectively debate that any photo from a real camera, and you could prove it yeah. time and time again, every single time, every time that a camera is better. I think where people are gonna. Well, I'm not gonna get into this conversation because we need to move on. But uh, I mean, it's 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 pretty interesting. It's pretty interesting to talk I feel about. Like we always talk about cameras. We'll go. We're going to that in a minute. But like iPad launch, because we unless you have any last minute things. I, oh yeah, let me talk uh, about one thing. Actually, Amanda oh, got oh, the oh. iPhone. Oh wait, hold on. I want to talk on, about that. On. But you go ahead. I I have one last impression of the 13 Pro Max. Yeah. If battery life is important to you. Yeah. That phone defies the laws of physics when it comes to battery. Really? I just saw this phone again today, dude. Oh, you have no idea. I just saw his 13 Pro Max again today. He was in the office from 6 a.m. until 4.30, 4, 4.45 p.m. Yeah. He, he lost 17% battery, and he was using his phone. Are you serious? Yeah. What's your battery it, it, right now? This is Z-Fold battery check. Go. It doesn't even make sense. So so this is probably a, a bad day of usage for me. I'm at 21%. Yeah, that's a bad day, dude. Yeah. I'm at uh, what, what are you 58 at? Fifty-eight percent, then. Yeah, I am. And I, I had like a brief moment where it's on a wireless charger. So, yeah, yeah I was I lower than that. At all. 
I, I, I didn't charge mine at all. Uh, but I did take a 45-minute poop, and I played Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, dude. It'll drain battery, dude. So I yeah. play, like, uh, if I'm playing a mobile game, like, it will suck battery. Like, better? Like, this phone's better than the Z Fold 2, from my memory, it's by a lot. Yeah. But um, still nowhere near, like, what an iPhone can get in the 13, like, God-tier iPhone. Well, like, you know what I mean? Here, Here's also the Catch-22, right? Because of the form <sighs> factor. Yeah. I mean... I also have three hours and fifty eight minutes of screen on time today. So yeah. Oh um, screen on time, yeah. I don't I think will I can say that. I, I will say though, um it's kind of a uh like for me at least it's not an apples to apples comparison because I am on my Z Fold three thirty times more than I was on my iPhone. Yeah, so, that's a good point. I'm definitely on mine quite a bit. Yeah. So it's kind of like I can't say, oh, I didn't make it through the full day because in hindsight, you know yeah. how I've been forever. When I'm, when I'm entrenched in the Apple ecosystem, right. I'm mostly on my iPad, you know? Yeah. So it's a good point. I mean, that's cool that the battery lasts longer. I'll say that the, yeah, um, it, it doesn't even make sense. The, uh, so Amanda broke, not broke her mini broke her 12 mini broke. Oh no! So dude. Um, the cute boy. Yeah, it, it. What happened to it was it just would reboot randomly, and uh, weird. I, th- I think it was a. I think they were. So like, was it? Was it hot? No, like she would launch Netflix on it, and then it would just like um, it wouldn't reboot either. It, you know how like you you ever see a phone respring? You know what that's called when it resprings. I, 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 I. Yeah, dude. I, I, yeah, I was you know. a jailbreaker back in the day. Yeah, yeah where like you get the Apple logo and then it comes back with up. your board, dude. Yeah, yeah, board. yeah, exactly. So it did that, and then like the Wi-Fi and Bluetooth wouldn't turn back on. It was like hard off. Like you can't. Ooh, Ooh yeah, yeah. No, I I think I read something about that like a, like a year or two ago, maybe. We had no idea about, what like, it was about like Wi-Fi getting bricked on an iPhone. It was it was jacked. Like you could hard, if you did a hard reboot, it would come back. But then eventually you would just respring again, and there goes your Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. So I don't know if cellular came back. I don't remember. It was like all wireless, just like took a poop. So we took it in, swapped it out for the thirteen normal, okay, in red, and uh, yeah, that's uh, I. You know? I will say that she made a great choice because I think the red. This this go around is a nice red. Yeah, dude, it's it's red. <laughs> it is red, dude. But it looks super good, and uh, I played around with it. Did cinematic mode, you know, whatever. It's a thing. So, uh, so are you are you like me in that regard? Like, so like again, I played with the 13 Pro Max, and this is probably the first Apple launch in a long time where I didn't feel compelled to at least want one. Yeah, I definitely didn't want one. I mean, yeah. the thing is, our our last phone was the 12, right? So right. the only thing I really care about with this new launch was the high refresh. And I already have that with the Z Fold. So On two screens. On two screens now. Yeah, exactly. The two didn't have the cover display high refresh. So I'm like, yeah. I don't I don't need, and like this is higher refresh than the iPhone since it doesn't even ramp yeah. to 120 ever. So to me, I'm not really, I, I, I just wasn't hyped. Um, it's like, That's what, fair. it's That's like, fair. what do they do? Like they didn't do anything. They, they made the notch smaller, you know, like, come on, I don't know. I don't even want to talk about it anymore, dude. I want to talk about something that I do want that I was interested in the iPad mini, mini dude. Yeah, so like dude. you said there was a weird issue with the, uh, the yeah. Jello effect. Yeah so, yeah. so like 
I don't know how, how, how many people are familiar with how screens work. Um, but just, just quick put, summarize it. Yeah. 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 Quick summary is where your screen controller is located in a device, uh, would affect how your screen refreshes because you know, like, like, like anything, the shortest distance is two paths. So if you're, if you have your screen controller on the left-hand side of a panel, uh, the, the uh, te uh, technically speaking, the right side will send its information to the controller slower or take a longer time than the left side will, uh, and that can cause the jelly effect. Uh, now, there's ways around this. Right? It basically, like if, you, if you use a, tell me if I'm wrong, but does it like draw the screen from like top to bottom typically, or side to side, depending ooh, on the see, display? It depends what the controller is. Yeah. Depends what the controller is. Yeah. So, so yes, you are correct, but it also depends on, on 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 where the controller is, and like this can be combated in many ways, right? So, like not just with the screen controller, you could have a screen controller that compensates for that. You could have a screen controller that reads faster. You could have a screen that sends its data faster. Like, there's many many yeah. ways that you could avoid something like this, uh, because not every display yeah. does it, right? Or you could just put the screen controller in a different location, right. uh, like top. So like with that being said, though, and you do a lot of vertical scrolling, it probably would 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 make more sense there. So, so what's wrong with the mini? Okay, so so what I've seen online, haven't used one, but there's a there's a ton of news reports out there that the screen uh, exhibits a Jello effect when scrolling, which means that when you scroll on the screen, uh, you can noticeably see one part or one half of the screen reacting to your finger before the other one. Question almost like. Yes. So is this when you're holding it in port portrait mode or landscape mode? That's a good question. I'd I, I look it up. I think it's portrait mode. It would have to be portrait, right? That yeah. would be the more annoying yeah. mode yeah. for it to be noticeable in, right? Yes, so, it is. Uh, like if see. that that means it refreshes from if if I'm thinking correctly from side to side in portrait mode, right? Is it, like tell me actually, if that, that uh, makes sense. Actually, uh, I don't know, right? It seems like it'd be side to side because then you'd see like, like a weird vertical jelliness. Oh, right. The the problem is in landscape mode. Ooh, okay. So if you're holding it in landscape and you're doing a scroll vertically, it's refreshing from. Is it in in landscape mode, top to bottom refresh, or is it side to side refresh? I wonder. So it looks. I like would think it's side so to side. So it looks at that like point. the controller is mounted on the side. So that's a. Shit, what does that even mean? <laughs> yeah. So it looks like it's doing a top to bottom, but it has to send the information from the controller to the to 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 the chip mounted on the side. Yeah. Now again, guys, like 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 this can be rectified in many different ways. You know, because again, not uh, every screen does this, right? So um uh actually uh iFixit confirmed that the iPad mini's uh, more noticeable scrolling issue is a is a is a byproduct of the display controller used and how it's mounted. Okay, so the one used is the more interesting one. Obviously the mounted is gonna sh like depending on how it's mounted is going to be how it looks, like where it's mm -hmm. worst. But mm -hmm. uh where it's worse. But to me the controller seems like the main problem, right? Like not all displays yeah. show this regardless of orientation. Right. Um, like, like, uh, if you, if you remember the first galaxy fold had, had it really bad. Right. Uh, I, I mean, I've never owned one, but like Dieter from, from, from Verge pointed it out. Yeah. And yeah. A few other they reviewers did. pointed out that the fold one had this issue. That's a um, real shame, dude. Like that's yeah. not something I think they can really fix. Not really. 
without a hardware uh, revision. Apple already made an official statement and said everything's working as intended. Yeah, so it's a hardware so, problem. It's just a limitation right, right. of the so, controller. Uh, again, you know, this is Apple catering to the masses. Kelly yeah. would never notice this. My mom would never notice this. You and I would notice this. So to them, you know, if if they could save seventy five cents or a dollar on a controller, and only <sighs> that's terrible, dude. Community, yeah, but like that's that's kind of what it is, right? Like, yeah, but I was like, I don't, the mini was something that I wanted to like, and that ruins it. Like, not only does it not have high refresh rate, but the refresh rate I got is gimped by this jelly effect. You know what I mean? So to me, it's like, and this isn't something like you can just turn on VSync and fix, dude. Basically, VSync is fixed on on these things anyway. This yeah, is so like, like, this is like is a, a bit different. Like VSync is like when a graphics card sends a frame to a monitor. Yeah, I know. I, I, I yeah, yeah. I know, sorry, I know. Sorry. But it's almost yeah, uh, it's similar though in a way because it's, it's like a draw a thing. It's yeah. Except that's like yeah. that's like when the data gets to the controller versus the controller itself being fucked mm. up. With the yeah, display. So, so so it's interesting to me, too, uh, for a few reasons. One, I don't think it's enough to prevent me from getting a Mini. Uh, interesting. I'd have to see it, you uh, know? I'd have to see it for myself in store. Yeah. I still think I would go with the Pro uh, just to get the high refresh. Uh, ProMotion, I think. I was just going to say, probably the bigger thing keeping me from the iPad Mini would be the 60 hertz refresh rate. Yeah, that's uh, the biggest thing. Magello, I probably I think, could get used yeah. to, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm at too, right? Because like, again, like scrolling is is uh, uh, kind of important to me. You know yeah, hundred I mean? percent. And you know, now that's on the phones. I mean, like, I don't know. I almost feel like this is going to tie into, into into iPhones again, and I'm sorry. But I feel that, that that like Apple is just really screwing over their customers in two major ways. One, not putting a 120 hertz or high or a high refresh rate in every product you make outside of laptops is inexcusable in 2021. I also think having uh, cinematic mode on your phone and giving us ProRes video, which eats up six gigabyte a minute uh, on the 13 Pro and 13 Pro Max, and then giving us a USB 2.0 interface in in in, in 2021 is criminal. I think it's absolutely criminal. If you buy these phones and shoot in ProRes, how the F are you going to edit that footage? How are you going to get that off, man? Dude, airdrop it, dude. Airdrop it on Airdrop? That? Airdrop. Airdrop, dude. Airdrop how it How long off, is that going to take? Honestly, take? I'm not sure, but it was actually, to me, it was pretty reasonable. I was airdropping like 30 to 40 gig videos pretty reasonably fast, but... uh. But that's just that's just relative to how it was with USB. So so, so hold on, so hold on. Yeah. Uh, from January twenty third, twenty twenty one, I transferred a one gigabyte file from my iMac to my MacBook Air over AirDrop in about thirty six seconds. Okay. So that's not terrible. No, that's not it's terrible. not bad. It's not bad. But you're looking at let's let's say that the math is true. Okay. You're looking at about give or take four minutes per minute to transfer this over via okay. airdrop. And that's assuming you have a MacBook. What if you, what if, what if, what if you're a premier pro guy and it runs like junk on Apple yeah. and you want to edit on a PC? What do you do then? What do you do? You're screwed. 
What do you do, man? No, you make a good point, man. So Apple's definitely USB two is it's just hurting me, man. Like I know. You, you you put the pro moniker on it, you give us ProRes, you give us cinematic mode, and then you also give us a USB two interface. Yeah. It's pretty what? bad. I know. A I proprietary know. USB two interface nonetheless. Yeah. That, 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 no, funny. no, dude, it's a good tangent because like, dude, I'm telling you, I'm upset too. I uh it's kind of sad to see some of the Apple's decisions. Like I absolutely respect and love Apple products. Same, same. But it's like, there's so many things about them that I would change uh, if I was given the, the opportunity to, right? Yeah. yeah. If this phone didn't do this, yeah. I would have a 13. Yeah. hundred uh, percent. I no, I agree, dude. Like it's funny cause it's always hardware. It seems like yeah. that I wish was better. Uh, you know, I held, well, in some well, regard, in some regard, the, I have the, a lot of software uh, limitations on iOS that I, I don't have. Any yeah, answer. I guess so it's I, a little bit it's of both. Yeah, for me. Uh, it's both. But it's the, it's it's definitely the hardware that attracts me to Android. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. So I mean, I guess in total, because I want to wrap up the iPhone stuff or Apple stuff, dude. Like thirteen, uh, iPhone thirteen, thirteen oh, Pro, oh. Pro Max, iPad. Well, one more thing. Yeah. One more thing. So glad that the mini has Apple Pencil 2 support. That's all I want to say. The what? Oh, the, the, the iPad. The iPad mini yeah. has Apple Pencil 2 support. It looks that, like a match made in heaven, yeah. It does. It does. It looks it, it looks like it was made for it. Uh, yeah, it's really great. Really nice move on Apple's part. Because if they gave us a Gen 1 boy or no pencil support on that, that would have been DOA for me 100%. Yeah. I mean, it's a device that I really want to love. And like, I'm sure that if I held one in store, I'd be, you know, I'd be giddy about it. Oh, same. same. Uh, so I'm not going to hate on it, but like, yeah, there's a couple of things I wish was better, but yeah, it's, it's an awesome piece of kit. I got to say, I'll say, I'll say that if I was full, full balls in the Apple ecosystem right now, I'd probably would pick up a mini. Yeah. I'd probably, but that's because, it, probably but would. that's because the phone doesn't fold. If the phone yeah. folds, I wouldn't need a mini anymore. Yeah, yeah. For us, it's like the uh, Z Fold Three is sort of the same size as the iPad Mini. Yeah, yeah. So like, we basically so, have iPad Minis in our pocket. Yeah, which is awesome. That's kind of the dream. Yeah, you know, the, I remember when I got dream, the dude. first iPad Mini. That's it how I felt. Dream, I was dude. like, I wish this had cellular because I don't need my phone if I just carry this around. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. So I was like, dude, what is the phone good for, dude? Like, even back then, I had like the. Uh, I, I basically knew what I wanted. You know what I mean. I yeah. knew what I wanted back I think, then. I think for me, man, is like a cellular Apple Watch. Yeah. With a iPad Mini, I could use as my phone. Yeah, I think hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, dude, that makes all the sense, dude. Yeah, dude. Right? Um, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. But anyway, let's move on, dude. Let's move on to another discussion. You'll uh, never guess where we're going. To a new world. We're going to a new world, dude. So, uh, new Amazon? world, Amazon, dude. Uh, Amazon was like, Bezos was like, you know what? I went to yeah. space. I want to go to a whole new world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, it, <laughs> it's, it's a shame that no one else can join him because no. everyone's in the queue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also Bezos, uh, definitely is in the new world. Cause, uh, all the, anyone that wants to name themselves, anything Bezos related, uh, is not in the new world anymore. Let's just say that. No, yeah. They get removed. Yeah. They get, yeah. it's kind of the meme now. I think it actually made it worse for them because everyone in chat was talking about it in the game. Yeah, yeah it's uh again guys, like <laughs> like games need to stop doing this, right? Like games need to stop 
doing this. Look at what Blizzard is doing now, man. It is. <sighs> it is. We don't want to talk about it's, Blizzard. It's, it's, it's disgusting. Oh, man. Well, it pisses me off. I'm on the Blizzard. What kind you of know... ties you in? Uh, 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 we'll tie us in New World, uh, New World uh, uh, a little bit. Like, yeah. like Blizzard is going through and, 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 and like do, doing like this social justice warrior virtue signaling stuff where they're you know, renaming old NPCs that exist in the game from 2004 because they might come across as offensive to women. It's like, no, it's a character in a game. No one thinks that. You're not changing my opinion. No. Like, just because you you, you changed the name of the fisherman sender and Mr. Pandaria dude. from Masturbator isn't like, oh, thanks, Blizzard. I'll, I'll, I'll treat women differently now. That pisses like, that's me That's not how off, my brain dude. works. That's not how anyone's brains work. It just gives you bad publicity. Stick it's, by your decisions. Yeah. Stick by your artistic design and don't care. If someone names their character Bezos yeah, with 69 yeah. at the end of New World, that doesn't affect him. It doesn't affect your game. No. People, you're just pissing off people who want to have a little fun in your game. Yeah, you know it's I mean? never like, worked out for companies that yeah. try and censor, dude. Censorship rarely yeah. works out, dude. People just get pissed off, find ways around it, dude. They're, you're going to have Bezos with all the special characters. Dude, they're going to get it. They're going to get it, dude. And And... Like don't don't try it. Don't even stop. Lean into it if anything, dude. Like don't yeah, dude. don't Embrace stop the it, gamers. Dude. Embrace it. Embrace dude. it, dude. Yeah. yeah. I mean yeah. it's Go on nutty. Twitter and make a joke about how Jeff Bezos claimed himself nine times because there's nine players in New World named Jeff Bezos. <laughs> exactly, dude. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So New World New World launched like two days ago and uh dude. Having a blaster there when I can get in, man. Yeah, that's the thing. Like the queues are really long. Day one, it took me over eight hours. I streamed the entire yeah. thing. Uh, my entire wait was a big stream. I just literally sat here for eight hours almost. And uh, yeah, well, dude, uh, <laughs> I'm probably not going to get in tonight. Just looking at the time of my position and what I moved up from. Yeah. Uh, so I got off work about an hour ago, and I jumped in the queue. I was sixteen hundred. So I moved up about 150. I'm 1454 now. Okay. Been in the queue for a little over an hour. Uh, it's not looking like I'm going to get to play tonight. How many? So okay, a little over an hour. How many is that per hour? Of uh, uh, it's it's about 150 for me. Yeah. So you know what's nutty, right? Day one, I was over 11,000 uh, yeah, we in queue. In. We it was in. like a thousand an hour, about. Then day two, it was like around like 400 an hour, and now you're telling me it's like a hundred and some an hour. Like, it's weird because it's almost as if either A, the statistic, like, the numbers are correct, and, like, people are just for some reason staying in the server longer, or B, these numbers aren't right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's almost like yeah. they waited yeah, it's it. One or the other. It's, it's one like one-tenth the numbers, know. right? That makes sense, right? Yeah. You're literally... Ten thousand less, and you're you're so one tenth so the amount. What I think it was on day one. Yeah, this is pure speculation, but this is what I'm going to wager a guess on. Is it was day one, right? Well, so day like one's people, day one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, but people probably came home. You know, they were making Hopped character on. on Eden, saw the thirteen thousand Q, and they're like, "Fuck this, we're jumping to another place. We're going out of here. We're going on a different server." Right. So I think that's why the numbers were probably declining a lot faster because people were just giving up and rolling elsewhere. But now, day two, day three, day four, we have dedicated players on Eden who put some time into the game, and they're staying in longer and playing as opposed to getting off of the queue and rolling somewhere else. I think that's probably most of what it is. Okay. Um. Yeah, because I know they were you know what I'm trying to say server transfers yeah. for like free yeah, like, to low pops. You kind of know what I'm getting at. Yeah. Like people are probably giving up a lot. So like, no, it does I mean, make I'm sense. Like, so, so yeah. So they were just jumping out of queue. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense actually. Yeah. I guess 
Yeah, I guess now it's like the people that, you know, decided to stay are staying. And so it's probably going to get more They're consistent. They're already invested, yeah. like you and me did. No, we're invested. I mean, I don't want to yeah. transfer 100%. Yeah, I think that this is fine. Uh, it kind of sucks because I'd say yesterday I waited for two and a half hours about to get in. I think I can work around this limitation. I just got a queue early, um, you know, like from work, literally. Uh, but that's mm-hmm. fine with Steam streaming. Like so, I just connect and I'm good. So maybe for the viewers who are, you know, having that problem at home, can you walk us through how you make you from work so people can kind of, you know. Yeah. So there's a couple ways you can do it. Um, I use Steam's in-home streaming or whatever, or actually it's not even in-home cause I'm away from home, but it's Steam's so, remote streaming. Okay. Uh, so in Steam, you can set up to where you can connect either from your phone, your like In my case, I have my laptop at work and I have Steam on it. And, uh, you know, I log into my Steam account. If I have, uh, like, I'm on my Mac, right? So I can't install it on my Mac. So what Steam does by default is it lets me run the game. And when I click run, it automatically streamed it from my desktop at home. Now, your home desktop has to be on, right? So as long as you have a desktop that's on, Steam, you can just stream like that uh, PC to PC, no problem. If you have a phone or something, you could do that too. Uh, so but let me you ask you might a have to do the initial setup for that. But let me ask you a question: If you logged into Steam remotely from your work computer and then closed out the remote connection, will it close the game at home? The, okay, so that's a good question. There's a couple. It gives you two options. One is to quit the game, and one's to close the connection. If you just close the connection, it doesn't quit the game. So and now, when you go home and play, will it change your resolution at all, or will you be at, be at your native res when you go home? That's another good question. So I'm actually streaming at my native resolution, and if you do, if you can't get like 4K or whatever in my case, it just uh, will change it to whatever output resolution that you want. Uh, for my in my phone's case, because my phone has a weird resolution. I made it so I, I made a custom resolution and NVIDIA control panel I can switch to to be like pixel perfect if I want to play a game like pixel perfect resolution from my phone. But other than that, like uh, don't worry about resolutions, right? With Steam, it, it's it, it'll be fine. So like I came so, home and it was up on screen native, ready to go. Cool. Yeah. So like that's how I do it. There's a multiple ways you can do remote, you know, uh, connect your computer most of my friends were using like team viewer uh it's something that we've just used for a long time uh for remote access i kind of have a beef with team viewer i do too sometimes i I, I was gonna get into it but i I... yeah i have a beef with them because they always uh for a long time they keep saying like you have servers bro like i remember pay for my shit and i'm like dude no I'm not a company, bitch. This is personal license, dude. I'm not a company. Yeah. I don't make money off of this. These They're servers, but they're personal servers, motherfucker. They're not corporate. I'm not paying for that. You know so, what I mean? Was this a uh, like a paid-for license, or was this just the free TeamViewer license? Yeah, it is free. I'm just using free TeamViewer, right, which is free for personal use. But because mm. I name my server computer server, they're like, oh, dude, this guy's got a server, dude, like... He's got a server, dude. That's a what business. A flag, dude. What a red flag. That's a dude. business, dude. Fit Dread Services, flag, dude. dude. I'm gonna need you to pay up. I'm like, listen, dude, even though even though my email is support at fitdread.com <laughs> with you guys, it's yeah. support, but dude, I'm not a for-profit yeah. business, dude. This is like a no reply at fifth dread.com. Dude, that's what I'm trying to say, dude. 
So it's pretty funny. They flag my shit and they basically would kick me out of my server whenever I'd connect to it and say pay up. I had to yell, uh, not yell at, but I had to contact their support and have a beef with them. But anyway, yeah, team viewers, one way you could do remote. And yeah, that's really all you can do with New World, dude. Connect from work, dude, if you can. That way when yeah. you get home, you can you can get on it. It's going to take probably a couple hours, depending on the server. But uh, let's talk about the game itself, dude. Like, yeah. the wait is long, but once you're like, in, like... like we're, we're not actually condoning playing video games at work or anything like that. I mean, or, I'm not playing you know, at work. I'm just doing like, anything that would get you in trouble or if you don't work at a computer. But uh, I, I think a really good use case is, is is I'm sure that if you're into New World, you probably have phones. Like, don't you have phones? Don't you have phones, too? You know, like, uh, if, if you're looking for a quick solution, uh, just log in from your phone around lunchtime, I would say, and then get in the queue, and that should be good by the time you're done with dinner. Yeah, 100%. I mean, the waits are long, dude. I'm sure. I mean, you could just avoid all that and just go to a low pop server, dude. Or yeah, or not, <laughs> or, or not, stay on Eden. or stay on Eden if you're us. So, uh, yeah, come play on Eden if you want to play with us, dude. Huh? No, don't play on Eden. I don't. need to get in. Don't don't go <laughs> don't to Eden. Do it, dude. Go, go to Olympus with Asmund right? Yeah. Oh God. You know what's cool though? Asmund so. We had a, uh, there was a cool, yeah, <laughs> Asmund Gold, the, dude. The bold boy. Oh, uh, shit. But yeah, I thought it was really awesome. I was playing yesterday, and organically, I ran into you. Yeah, dude. I, I didn't even know you were on the game. Uh, yeah, I was, I was it, in. Which is, which first off is bizarre in and of itself, because we practically sleep together. Yeah. And we had no idea we were both on the game. No idea, so. dude. I saw, like, later in that night, I saw yeah. you had messaged me that you were, like, seven yeah. in the queue. I was like, dang, I didn't even see that. But yeah, dude, I was playing the game and I ran into you. I started healing you and shit and I was you chasing did, you around. And then I was like, yo, dude, like, yo. And then we ended up doing some PVP yeah, with a yeah. couple so, boys. Let me back up a little bit because yeah. you did mention healing. Yeah. Uh, side topic, dude. I This this jog wheel, I've been fidgeting with it like all podcasts. Nice, dude. Um, anyway. Jog the uh, podcast. So, what do you think of the targeting system for healing? Because I was on the Reddit sub, uh, I, I was on the subreddit for New World today, and it seems like it's kind of like a, like a controversial, like yeah. I, I either love it or I hate it type feeling with how they decided to do targeting. Personally, because there was a time in the beta where you had to aim heals, like um, you can still do that, but it's really jank, really okay, jank. Yeah. Yeah, and and then like that was universally hated. Yes, you kind of have the targeting system like you do now. So I'm curious to see what your take is on it. So I haven't really played enough to know if there's more options than what I've seen already, right? Like, so I've seen the the if you're not in a group, then you can't target people like snap target people that I know of. So then you you have to manually aim it, and some spells are like literally this like tiny circle. So like if you don't, and they have a a cast time. So if they move at all, you miss. So, yeah, dude, so like that sucks. Um, to that point, I was using musket a little bit last night in PvP. And yeah. Whoa. Hard to hit, right? Oh man! Like, yeah. Like I have a newfound respect for Shroud Stream because he uses musket PvP, dude. Wow, like, that's impressive. So, yeah. yeah, dude. Like, so t- the targeting came into play when I was uh, in a group, and it ended up being like my scroll wheel. So it would scroll through like me and then the three other people I was with and I I would just stop on it. I could see on the top left where there's like all the players I'm with and it was like highlighting. And so it was like, you know, and then if I happened to target somebody that was out of range, it would heal me. I thought that was weird. I was like, couldn't you just not cast? 
but mm-hmm. you know it, it it would like because in like wow or something if i try and cast on somebody it's like no it's not working dude but in this yeah. game it's like it's gonna heal me i thought that was a little weird uh and wasteful actually on my mana but uh, other than that like it was okay i i would rather it be like easier to where i could uh, I don't have to scroll through a list, right? Sure. sure. Uh, so if I if I want to target you, you're at the bottom. I don't want to have to like like have the weird scrolling to get to you, and like I have to like maybe I'll go past you. Like it's not a very scrolling isn't a very precise way to go through a list. You know what I mean? If it was like an MMO, like Final Fantasy fourteen, like if I could make it like F one through F four, like be one per party member or something i could hit it and right. then like right. and then hit the cast button or whatever then like i could get precision but like the scroll wheel isn't precise enough for quick heals so last night i was like struggling to heal i during the pvp especially um it was <laughs> i was like oh my god um and i mean you could see it highlight where you're gonna cast so that helped visually but I don't know if I yeah. like it. I I was hoping for more, so I was uh, I was gonna dig through the options menu to see if there's better casting. Uh, but yeah, I don't really love it. Let's just say that I can I can work with it, right? If everyone's on the same disadvantage, then I'll just get good. But um, yeah, uh, I'll just you know it gives me it gives it basically makes a skill cap. If it's hard, people don't like it. Then I just gotta get good at it, right? That's how it works, man. Yeah. Speaking of getting good, dude. Mm-hmm. That PvP is fun. Yeah, so the PvP, like, we uh, ended up, uh, we picked up the, was it, Syndicate PvP quests, and then we went and did them. I mean, we must have died so many times to this big group. Uh, it was Nuggles, hilarious. Dude. Nuggles, Nuggles, dude. Nuggles, Nuggles. And his boys, if you're watching Nuggles. Dude. Nuggles, dude. I'm out to get you, dude. Actually, we did get, uh, was it the same guys we ended up beating? Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, we got revenge on Nuggles and the boys. Every time we ran into that group, uh, we kept getting a little closer, a little closer to victory, and then yeah. uh, we had a pretty fair fight at the end there, and we ended up winning. So, I got deleted because I was like level six. Yeah, so. you were pretty low, and uh, actually, we all were relatively low. Like they were some of some of them were in their twenties. Except for Potato, Potato was a little, little high, right? Yeah, Spuds was uh, he was their level basically, and the rest of us were lower. And we still pulled out, though. Like, I don't know if it does any kind of scaling uh, for PvP. I I don't think it does, because, like, when we ran up on that level 9, dude, he got, like, half health from, like, one of of your brother's axes, dude. (laughs) Yeah. You know, okay, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, I don't don't know how... I I think I just need to level up. But I... You know what? I I was watching some New World content online. I think you get, like, a 5% experience boost by keeping flagged. So you get, I, I think it's ten percent. I, I is it ten? I saw, I saw 10% a five. Yesterday. It might be ten now. I think that's good. You want to incentivize people staying in PvP. <sighs> yeah, I just wish you couldn't flag it off. I don't. I I I I'm against the flag system. I mean, me too. But you, then you got people like Tyler that's not really into PvP. You know what well, I mean? Then if they don't play the game, I could get in my queue. I'm kidding. I like <laughs> but, but, but but my point is is like if you could avoid danger yeah okay then it removes the fear of danger so like if you want to go out and harvest lumber and that fear of danger is always there right then lumber becomes a more valuable commodity if you could just unflag and go farm trees for four hours right then lumber is going to flood the market if there's yeah. no if there's no sense of, of like of, of like eminent danger to get wood i'm just right. using lumber as an example then 
you're not going to uh, uh, let me say be, something though. Let be, me say be something. Hard pressed to get it. I so I agree with you uh, in a sense. In another sense, it seems like even if we did, I don't th- even if PvP was required. Um, there's not really a huge penalty for dying, which is nice. Like you put down camps, uh, right? Yeah, see, yeah, see, see, I. You respawn. Continue your thought, and then I'll get fine. Well, I was just saying, like it looked like it's not so bad. Obviously, you you have a danger around at all times, but the fact that you can pl- put camps anywhere, you lose all quests though. Okay, yeah, but like, what if you if you're not like doing the PvP syndicate quest? It's like there's not really tension for PvE based content for you to not stay right, flagged. Right. So, but unless so, you're doing those syndicate. Uh, like or the the faction PvP quests, you're not really. But like even then, right? Like you have to be flagged to do the PvP quests anyway. Yeah. So, so when I was younger, I was addicted to a game called Ultima Online. Right. Uh, and by addicted, I mean I was like 12, 12 to seventeen, call it. And like I had a bedtime, so like I and like I was literally on Ultima Online from the time I got home from school until the time I went to bed to the point where my mother had to take my keyboard. Uh. Because nice. I, that's the only way I would stop playing Ultima Online. Uh, but little did she know, I had a second keyboard stashed under my desk. No way, dude. Plug it back in. Busted. Uh, yeah, but not really because she didn't know. But anyway, uh-huh. uh, uh, that game had the original version of that game had uh, PvP all the time. You didn't opt into it. You didn't opt out into it. And it was full loop PvP. So... You know, you go out and 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 you kill someone. You get everything in their bag and everything they're wearing. It's now yours. That's nutty. Uh, that I was addicted to that system. It was so much fun because there wasn't really like um, like there wasn't a lot of uh, like there were magic items, right? Like 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 magic weapons, like uh, like 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 you you can get a katana of vanquishing that would do more power. But then you really had to think about, hmm, do I want to take this out and risk losing it? Or should I just go to a blacksmith and get like a GM one made? Uh, because like, so like you also had like skills like blacksmithing, right? So like as you leveled those up, right. you still got higher. If you were a grandmaster blacksmith, your katana did more damage. And like, and like it always had your name on it. Right. So like if, if, if you reached skill level 100 in blacksmithing and you made a katana, it would say like katana crafted by grandmaster blacksmith fifth dread. And what was nice about this system is that's the majority, that, that's majorly what people used. So you always had this like kind of refilling economy and, and trade skills and gathering skills and stuff were always key to the game because if yeah. you can go out and lose everything, you're going to have to go out and buy a new set of armor, the same set of armor you just lost. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I was kind of hoping that new world would be like that. Whereas like you, you, you were a lot, cause like their gathering and crafting system so far is pretty solid. So like if you had this system where, uh, your your base economy because yeah. PvP was full loot because everyone uh, had to do it. There was no opt in. You always had this turning cycle where armor and resources always had the same value. Right. Because if you have if you don't have that system, the same thing happens. You there or the, the the same thing will happen to New World that happened to WoW. Whereas like crafting doesn't really matter. Right. You know, like 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 you make feasts for raid. But like no one crafts armor, no. no one crafts weapons, no one does any of that because it doesn't matter. Yeah, you know, you you go out and you get the best loot and you use it because there's no consequence. Yeah. So, 
I think you, I, I, I think you're onto something, dude. Like that sounds really fun because you it's, really, it's family fun. you make yeah. the crafting system, the yeah. cornerstone of the game, right? They yes. are new world yes. is already kind of doing that. Like it, it, you can feel it. Like there's so much crafting in new world. There's so much like gathering and crafting. And I just feel like if you made that the gameplay loop, like you're, you're constantly improving what you can build and create. And like the, the economy right, is like right. this, such a big cornerstone of the game. And then like you work up to make like, there's really great gear. You go out, you risk it all. You know what I mean? Like that's fun. It's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's really fun. It's, it's a, it's a ton of fun. And what else it does too, is it removes outside influences from duels and from PVP because gear is no longer the factor of why you lost something you lost because you played less yeah or or or, or you played worse well it's a skill based are, probably right at that point. right so like so like ultimate online used to have like uh gm uh, like like game master hosted dual tournaments and stuff and like that's basically why i played the game right was for dueling uh because like the the pvp in that game was seriously dialed into a t um and you know kind of tying it back to new world like if if you guys kind of watched how New World was like three or four years ago in development, it was kind of looking to be that type of game. It was kind of looking to be like this hybrid between Ultima Online and a modern version of Dayok, where you have realm v realm and you fight over territories. And the end game it was supposed to be PvP, and then you have these 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 modern gamer instant gratification. Uh, uh, influencers coming in and just for lack of a better term, I'm going to call them, you know, people who play WoW and people who grew up playing WoW and only played WoW. Um, they don't want that. You know what I mean? They want that instant gratification. They want to know that no matter how bad I do, there's no long-term repercussion. And no matter how bad I do, there's going to be a system where I'm still going to get good loot. And that's kind of why so it's so, so like you may have noticed this already but uh and, and i'm not sure how far back you follow new world but if you if you notice the gathering sounds are obnoxiously loud and that's by design that's because gathering resources and gathering and crafting and the system based around gathering and crafting was supposed to be the key drive to new world because that was the economy but then you had like, like 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 two years ago they didn't have pvp flagging it wasn't an option they right. they, they added that because of community you know feedback right so so i get I it i love like, new world and like right I I think you I, I kind of went off on a tangent, guys. But well, it's because you're I, passionate, passionate about, about this. My games. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. No, I get it. Like, uh, you know, I get it. I think from Amazon's perspective, they're probably thinking about player numbers and like oh, absolutely tailoring to the you know that's all yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. is they just I mean, want to be accessible. They want the game to be accessible. That you know, I'm the, not with the price the of everything, and you know, that companies make games for profit, not to make a good game. Uh obviously making a good, a good game could turn profit but if there's a setting or a feature that they could add that would target more people i think that they would do it at the cost of making their game a little bit worse for some i think that if i was i think i've played enough game i've seen it enough in the gaming industry to know that even if your game isn't tailored for the largest audience, as long as it's great and you have a, a like a hardcore fan base, like yeah. you'll be profitable, right? Mm -hmm. And not only profitable, but you'll get a lot more respect for it. It's like the it's like um, Dark Souls, the guys that make that. Uh, that's that's a good point. That's Dark good Souls, point. right? Like how much, how big of a temptation is it to make that game more accessible? 
Like it's got to be huge, right? Like from a financial perspective, you could get a lot more players uh, if you made the game had difficulty settings. But Dark yeah. Souls doesn't have difficulty Dark Souls settings, stick, right? Like yeah. if they lose that, it just becomes a like a, a fantasy like action con- game or something. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, like a fantasy a RPG with poor controls and no story. So. Yeah, no, no, you're right, you're right. Um, so it, it's the difficulty that really makes the game. It's the you know I, I recently started playing it just to find a new found respect for it. Oh, it's fun uh, as yeah. a franchise, and yeah, I ended up really enjoying my time because of its difficulty. I think new new world and Amazon what they've done with with the game. I think it's a good game. I haven't played enough of it to really get give you a definitive impression. What I've played thus far has been a lot of fun. Maybe it's not the dream game that you were kind of looking for, but I'm not ruling it out just yet. I think that I'm not uh, either. I'm having a great time with it, guys. Like, yeah. like I'm just telling you what my ideal game would have been. New, like, yeah. like I wish that New World would have launched as the developers intended it, without getting the feedback and reacting to that feedback. Yeah. However, I will say that I love the art design. I love it's a pretty the, game dude it's a really pretty game I love how the cities look I love how they have like that like old world kind of realistic aesthetic to them in a world where yeah. where, where so many MMOs are just filled with over-the-top fantasy I love that about it you know what um, else dude People I love are, the combat the combat's Sorry, great no I was just gonna say something off topic well on topic but I kind of like people were complaining about 2,000 player limit per server at a time I mean obviously there's more players per server because we have queues right it's just 2000 at a time uh i think it's interesting because i think that's fine because the world's kind of not huge like it's really not right right um, and like I, I i i mean i'm not a fan of wow's like instant server blade nonsense because like we could be on the same server standing in stormwind and not see each other right that's so weird to me that it's it, not it, like it, that in this game if no, you're in the world, a, it, I'll run into yeah. you. I ran into you yeah. yesterday. That was yeah. the first time I've like really ever done that. Like, um, when I think WoW that's awesome. Did that they kind of lost me from like the fantasy, living, breathing world aspect of it. Like from a gameplay standpoint, it was it bothered me. You know what I mean? Like, I, I know why like they did it. World. Like, I know why they did it too. But yeah. like, you could see what I mean. Why it didn't feel like an MMO anymore? It's just, it just didn't anyway. feel like you were sharing the same world with your friends anymore. Like yes, you yes, could organically yeah. run into them in the wild, or you guys are yeah. inhabiting the same space. It just didn't feel that. It kind of, it, you kind of uh, suspended like any belief you had in it being a, a real place. It, it yes. became less immersive as yeah, a result. That's, that's exactly the word I was looking for. So, yeah, like the fact that we were able it. to run into each other organically that like that was cool, dude. That was cool. Yeah, I like, love that. that. Like. I don't know, like, like that's an experience that, like, I haven't really had since, I think, EverQuest. Right, and I, you know, I think because, that, like, yeah. we might run into Nugs again, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we yeah, might run into yeah. some of these characters yeah, that we've so, seen. So, like, so, like, here's the problem with that, guys, is, like, you know, I, I've played MMOs my entire life. I think, Eric, you've probably been the same way. Yeah. Is that, like, back in the day when you had older MMOs, people made a name for themselves on the server. You know what yeah, I mean? people like, would be like famous yeah. and stuff. Yeah, or like yeah. you'd meet, and, you'd see people and, and be like, "I recognize that like, guy." You know, with, 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 with like instancing and phasing and wow, you lost that. You completely lost that. Yeah, it sucks, dude. I remember seeing people in Final Fantasy fourteen all the time, like the same yeah. guys. I remember like seeing the same guy standing in the same place like every day, probably waiting in queue to like getting a getting an instance or some shit. Yeah. And uh, it, it's just kind of nice to like build these like little relationships in the games, and uh, you yeah. know, like yeah, build rivalries. Like world, you know, you know? Like a world. Yeah. 
Uh, so like you know, if I see Nugs out there, like you know, he's he's currently the rival. So him and his yet, his yeah. team, dude. Yeah. So Nuggles. <laughs> Nuggles, dude, dude, it's gonna be good. Um, so I, I yeah, dude, because like to your point, man. Like, how hype are we gonna be if like thirty levels from now we're like in one of those like army wars and we run into Nuggles again, dude? Like, it's oh just my gonna God. be. It's, it's gonna be gonna add it's to gonna be joy, personal, dude. dude. Yeah, dude. It's this be is personal, personal dude. dude. And and you just uh, don't have that anymore in games like wow guys. You know what I mean? So like yeah. I don't know. That's that's kinda where I stand on it. No, but like the game's super fun so far. I'm really interested. I haven't played enough of it because of cues to really get a uh, yeah. huge impression. But it's been positive, and uh, I think it's. I'm, I'm looking yeah. forward to exploring the rest of this world. I feel like it's going to be. It, the map's kind of small enough to where I feel like I'll learn it and know it, which I is awesome. Like that too, though, right? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. kind of like that. Like, I want to feel like I. I feel like strategically because this is kind of like you have wars and stuff, um, and, and PvP so prevalent. Like, I think that it'll be really good to know the map. No, and, I do too. I do too. Um, I, I like. I kind of look forward to that at uh, late, mid to late game. You know. So all good stuff. Yeah. All good stuff. But yeah, dude, we ought to move on to the next topic. Cause this podcast is getting long, dude, Silicon shortage. So it's a thing. It's, it's a thing. It's going to continue to be a thing. Apparently, uh, Phil Spencer, uh, who's like the, uh, the face of Xbox, like, uh, like, like the head of the Xbox division at Microsoft, who obviously deals very closely with like supply chain for the Xboxes and obviously stuff on the PC side as well. Uh, he said that to basically not expect any sort of uh, uh, increased. Uh, so I'm looking for Incre- in- increased production stock stock. Incre- okay. In- increased stock or production of anything Silicon related, including Xboxes, PS fives, graphics cards, basically anything that has a microchip in it and, and, and has some sort of Silicon Uh he said that his suppliers for at least the Xbox division are pointing out that 2022 is not going to be any better than 2021. And it's really interesting uh, to think how our society works, right? Like we had our supply chain so fine tuned that because like it obviously costs companies money to store products, right? Right. So like, so like if you're a company, you don't, you ideally don't want to store any product at all. You want to make everything you sell because if you just have storage costs, you need to have uh you had to pay for the land to store them. You had to pay for the building to store them. You had to yes. pay the heat and cool that building. You had to pay for employees to do all this stuff. It just blows my mind that like our supply chain was so like supply and demand complete. Yeah. That even a shortage of like a couple months or so has almost put us in like an irrecoverable state because we just can't catch up because demand is still the same, if not higher now and production is still the same. Okay. Yeah. You know, what's crazy is I think, uh, I saw a video that was talking about just in time manufacturing where there's really that's, no, that's, that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. There's exactly no right. like yeah. buffer, like nobody's, yeah. uh, nobody has a surplus a of stock. It. You know what I mean? So like companies like Toyota and stuff that really, uh, you know, they ushered in the just in time manufacturing. And, mm-hmm. uh, and if you can really nail down the logistics, you save a ton of money. So that's really what yeah. it's about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but you know, so basically everybody's effed because you can't, there's no supply anymore. Everything's out the window, silicon shortage, right. uh, you know, TSMC, and then they can't pump out these chips, dude. And uh, you know, it's crazy. Like, what's the problem? Was it, is it, is it COVID? Like, what is it? I, so, you know, well, so 
like I said, you, you know, not not a supply chain analyst or a supply chain expert, but that I know was a good transportation I is it's one like, thing. It's like just in time manufacturing, right? Yeah. So like, what I think is happening is if you have, I'm gonna I'm gonna combine it with like money. So like, th- th- think of how like compound interest works, kind of, but like with with like demand. Okay. Kind of like what I'm getting at. So like, let's just use round numbers and say that you have a hundred people who want to buy a graphics card. Okay. Yeah. So Nvidia makes a hundred graphics cards a month. Okay. okay. Well, now they suddenly hit a wall where they can't manufacture for six months. Okay. okay. So they now still have that same demand of a hundred graphics cards per month that keeps compounding. Right. So by the time they can manufacture graphics cards again, they're already at that one 100 companies they have to meet to make demand. Plus, they have 600 people in line already from the time where they couldn't make it. Okay. Well, they can't magically make more than 100 every month, you know, because there are you would assume that they're that, that, that they're already a well oil oil deficient manufacturer. Right. So now, you know, you can only ship and maybe it's slow, you know, like maybe you can only ship 50 this month or, 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 or 60 next month. But even once they get back to full to full bore because of just in time manufacturing, they may never satisfy every need wow. because because that 60 is just that, that those, those numbers are just going to keep compounding on one another. It's so like maybe they had like like 630 next month and, and then those compounded. So now, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, yeah. But it seems like they're and, leaving and, and, so and much money on the table here. I don't think they are. I mean, well, no. Do you think people are stock, dude? Yeah, but uh, well, yeah, but like they could be making a lot of sales, is what I'm getting at. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like if they're already meeting their set, like like their production quotas, like if they're already full dick out and meeting their production quotas, they can't do anything to 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 uh, to do more stuff, right? Like so, like well, what I'm saying is like, why can't we manufacture more? So, like, part of my job deals with the manufacturing industry. Okay, so. While Nvidia may not may may have the capabilities, but think of all of the smaller companies like Texas Instruments and stuff who make microcontrollers for all of their cards. Okay, they all have the same issue. So we have some manufacturers who we deal with who have orders upon orders upon orders upon orders, and they have workforce. They have people who want to work. They just don't have any materials to do it. Okay, you know what I mean. So like, think of all the different components that like go into your phone. You know, like Qualcomm makes the processor. Samsung makes the screen. Think, think of how far down in the weeds the supply chain goes. Like Tesla now, now. now well, I totally get that, but everyone you know, calls so it like, silicon shortage for a reason. Like they're not making the chips. Like the yeah. it like that's the bottleneck, right? Like other otherwise they'd call it like materials shortage or some shit. Like it yeah, just they're not uh, pumping out like TSMC and them aren't pumping out these chips. Yeah, I just don't know. I just don't know enough about silicon production to know like. How long it takes to make a wafer? What the yields are on that wafer? Uh, you know, like things of that nature. Like, how long does it take them to cure the sand or whatever it is they do to make silicon? You know, like, I, I I don't know how long that process takes. So if the so so if company A is already at full bore and Nvidia keeps getting orders and orders and orders and more orders and more orders and more orders, which is probably an influx because now, you know, we have a lot of high end billionaires and CEOs like the one from Dropbox who just joined the camp of, you know, the 40 hour work week is dead. So now you have these people with, with more free time on their hands, still being just as productive, if not more, because their quality of life goes up. And they're now, you know, have more time to do things they want to enjoy. And maybe those things that, that they want to enjoy are, you know, 
doing some like like, yeah. like getting into photography. Well, well, well. Now they they also need a camera. Maybe they want to play some games. Well, now they also need a computer. You know, like a computer, a PS Five, an Xbox yeah, like, Series X, like, dude. Like, like I'm, not, I'm not saying that like they would go hand in hand, but I think you're seeing a a a a, a trend line of demand going up. And like almost like an inverse, right? Where where demand is going up, but production is going down. Okay, you know I really don't want to hear like another year of this. I really don't. I don't uh, it, it sucks. Like we're already well, dealing with COVID like for two years long. You know, a year longer than I expected. And like I was like, in a year, this will all blow over. We're like two years into thing. it. I the same and thing. like it's nutty because like silicon shortage makes this even worse. Like people are dying, but now I can't get to my, my camera. I want to buy dude. Like, you're kidding me. Dude? Yeah. And like, like, they're the same we thing. We were talking about that. We were talking about that with the, with the halo edition Xbox. Like, yeah, that thing sold out one of those. instantly. Yeah, we're probably dude. not going to get one of those. And it's not because we, 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 we wouldn't pay the money. No. for it. I mean, we it's barely because, got 30, yeah. 80, 30, 90, dude. Yeah. Like we yeah. got like, people are looking at us like we're God tier, dude. We had to build our own yeah. bots to fucking get yeah. this shit. Basically. I mean, I mean, um, <laughs> I, have a 39, I, I mean, I feel blessed. I have a 3090 Strix, a PS5, and a Series X. So yeah, you have the I holy trinity, dude. Like, you got everything, dude. You have PC unlock. The only thing you couldn't get is like maybe a 5950X or some shit, but you don't need it. You can buy those anytime now, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, for okay. MSRP from Newegg and Amazon, they nice. are good to go. But uh, like, I think GPUs, consoles, they're still in high demand. You still can't get them. Uh, to this day, the PS5 Threadripper is sold out though. Threadripper you will not find Threadrippers. Okay, they, they 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 are they are vaporware. They might as well be sand at this point. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Well, they're probably not pumping them out like they are like uh, other Ryzen chips, right? So right. like it's not really a consumer. Well, like it still Threadrippers like, uh, like as someone who was considering getting one yeah. to like look one up and see the price was over $5,000 because it's from a third-party scalper. Yeah. Like that, that sucks. You know? Yeah, scalpers, dude. Where, where, where it's like pre-COVID, like if I wanted a Threadripper, I could drive to Micro Center and have one in an hour. Yeah. You know, so. I think it's kind of amazing how uh, the only person I haven't really seen severely impacted really is Apple. Like they must have like s- some amazing agreements. They were. They were. So uh, like, I haven't really felt it. I don't know how much you follow the rumor mill or not. When but, I see him, I see him. But... Apple was and and I, I kind of almost confirmed this to be true. Apple was supposed to have 120 hertz last year. Okay, but but they couldn't get the displays. Um, look at wow, that's our, a, what, that makes a good point, dude. So it's not that they couldn't get you a phone; they got you a phone, just not with yeah. what they wanted. So yeah. that makes a lot look of at, sense. Look at the Apple Watch. Look at the Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. When did we not get an Apple Watch in September? Yeah, that, that that thing does not even have a launch date yet. Good point. No, that you know? and that's the problem. I I wanted to get Amanda an Apple Watch, so I guess yeah. I guess we are impacted even on the Apple camp. Uh, yeah. So that's everywhere. nutty. I mean, it is everywhere, everywhere. dude. Like, you, I we I can't get the camera I want. It's back ordered to hell. I can't get, um, like you know, consoles if I want them. I got the PS Five, but I got lucky on it. So it's just like, yeah, it's just kind of a pain in the ass. There's dude. actually a, a a a bunch of articles too if you Google as well. Uh, that essentially says um, uh, that the 13 Pro production, like expect them to be out of stock for longer than what you would expect your traditional iPhone to be out of stock for. Yeah. I mean, that's a shame. It's a shame, dude. 
I guess we're going to have to deal with it. If you want anything, I think the moral of the story is if you want anything, get in fast and get in hard and get in. Yeah. Like get yeah. pre if they let pre-orders happen, get in there like the second they open. Yeah, like that's the alarms, do whatever you can. Yeah. yeah. If you really want it, get on Twitter. There's different like accounts that will post stock alerts. Like do, yeah, like do whatever. Wario 64 is a really good one at Wario 64. Yeah. Uh, he he's actually how, how how I got my Series X and PS5. So that's amazing. So, yeah, it, I mean that's really the best you can do. You you have to be more aggressive than the scalpers. You have to be better than the bots. You have to be a bot. So, <laughs> good luck. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean it sucks for all of us, include especially us tech nerds. So uh, sucks, dude. It does. It does. Anyway, dude. Last topic, cameras and filmmaking. So, you know, we've been doing a lot of that stuff, dude. This is a rough last topic because this could be an all-night topic. Yeah, it is. Dude, what are we doing? What are we doing? We got to end this podcast sometime. Yeah, Check it out. So, we go ahead. What's your, what are you thinking, I just want to say real quick uh, that Eric has recently made me switch to DaVinci Resolve from Final Cut, and it was probably... The best decision I've ever made in my wow. creative life. Uh, that's interesting to, to hear you say that, dude. So, if you guys aren't like uh, in the know, it, you get you know, I, I know I have friends that use video editors, but they're like using weird stuff like Sony Vegas or whatever. I mean, no, they still made that. Yeah, like I got friends that have that and use it. I'm like, dude, like download the free version of DaVinci Resolve, please. That didn't work for me, dude. Uh, yeah, but that's because you had 8K raw 12-bit footage that you were trying to edit on the free version. Get out of here, dude. So uh, DaVinci Resolve Studio, it's like 290 bucks, I think, $95. 295. Uh, and you got it with a speed editor, which is a nifty little toy. Uh you know, it's like a keyboard with a jog wheel and some cool, cool features for Resolve specifically. Oh, look at it, dude. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to switch to UView, dude. Oh, man. Get your eyes out of the shot, dude. <laughs> ah, look at that jog wheel, dude. Jog for me, dude. Look, you got an anchor cable, dude. Red. Dude. Ooh, look at that, dude. I'm jealous. So DaVinci Resolve. Great uh, video editor, yeah, dude. What great. do they call them? Uh, NLEs, nonlinear editors, dude. Nonlinear editors. So, yeah. you know, I used this is. I t- it took me a while to get to uh, Resolve. You know, I, I everyone was using Premiere, so I picked up you know Premiere and used it for a bit. Then I I was like, dude, like I'm tired of using this like pirated version of Premiere. I need to like pay for it. And then I was like, I don't want to pay a subscription. Like I really want to buy once and own a license and feel like I own something. You know what right. I mean? Whenever you have a subscription, I'm just like, if I, if I feel like if I decide one month, I don't want to use it anymore. That's it. You know, I, if I decide I don't want to pay anymore, that's it. And I, I just don't like that idea. So right, right. on my quest to finding uh, software that would work for me, I found DaVinci resolve and it turns out it's kind of awesome. Yeah, it's kind of better than anything out there. Avatar was, uh, edited in resolve. Um, Kingsman: The Golden Circle was edited in, in uh, Resolve. A few of the Marvel movies was edited in, in Resolve, and it's know, good. Marvel editors are watching here. You want you want to laugh at that 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 lift a little bit? Yeah, it's okay to have absolute blacks and super, yeah, please. Know, superhero movies. We don't need raised blacks, dude. Yeah, give us those deep deep blacks. We have OLEDs now, guys. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, I don't know. To me, like Resolve is the definitive color grading tool for a colorist. Oh, night and day, like like it is so yeah. easy. And I, I won't say it's easy because like it's an art, right? Yeah. But it has all the tools you need to make a great picture. It's absolutely an art. Actually, like the hour before we got on stream, I created this LUT for my for my current setup. Mm-hmm. So I I had to. Uh, uh, yeah, because my, my previous LUT was, like, way too dark. I was like, dude, what is wrong with this? I went in there, and I, I made my own color grade uh, with this footage right here. You want to see what it looks like flat? Yeah, I, I can show you. So, ugh. Ooh, flat? Oh, boy. Oh. Ugh. This is raw uh, out dude, of camera, I, actually, dude. I, actually, it's funny because you look so green right now. I'm super green. That's that Sony yeah. green, dude. Isn't yeah, it? You're real green. I'm super wow. green. So I had to bring it back, wow. dude. So I got this, bam, instantly better. And this was yeah. the LUT uh, I was using before. And granted, it's kind of designed off of overexposing. So it's a little little off. Look at, look at how dark it is. Yeah, it's dark. Yeah, yeah. So I, I changed the curves and stuff. And now I'm much, much more exposed. Uh, lifted it. I lifted it up. I still have deep blacks, but I lifted everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know what's awesome about Resolve, dude? It has great HDR tools. Uh, it it, it you can really yeah. adjust like your your lows, mids, and highs. Um, yeah. Specular, is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really good. Like, I so you said it was the best purchase, though. For sure. So what what uh, what makes Part you of. think that? Like, uh, I the timeline's more efficient. Uh, color grading is infinitely better, yes. which is almost non-existent in Final Cut. Like it's just, I mean, it's there, right? But it's it's not intuitive. You have less options. It feels like a tacked-on afterthought. Like after you, like I thought Final Cut was great, and it's still a great piece of software, right? But right. Final Cut feels like if Apple just rebranded it, iMovie Pro. Okay, like it kind of feels like that compared to Resolve. Uh, that sucks. Yeah, Resolve um, feels like a professional piece of kit, uh, right? I, I I like that I can use Resolve on Mac or PC because you know, and uh, Linux, dude, and Linux, uh, which is nutty. Mac, I'm a Mac laptop boy, but I'm a PC desktop guy. So yeah. you know, to, to to be able to use the same piece of software between my laptop and my desktop is huge. It has native M1 support. Uh, works just as good as Final Cut does. Uh, not not so good with like the native proxies as Final Cut, but. Uh, it feels like a native M1, M1, M1 app because it is, right? 100%. Uh, I love the hardware tools that come with it, you know, like uh, the speed editor, and then there's a few other, like, color wheels you can buy for, like, $80,000. Yeah, they have ridiculous stuff. Like, you can go uh, as hard as you want with Resolve. Do you want to have, like, a studio that's, like, weirdly yeah. insane? Like, this, yeah. see what this uh, I have on screen? It's, like, a, it's like, like a, kind of like a speed editor, but, like, hardcore. Do you see that? It's like yeah. down there at the bottom. What the hell is that thing? Looks sick. I th- I think that's what I linked you from uh from B and H. It was like thirty yeah. grand. There's another yeah. thing. Like what the fuck is that, dude? Can I get that? That, that one looks integrated into the desk. Yeah, isn't that cool? That looks awesome, dude. Yeah. Can I get that? Yeah, that looks sick. There's a lot of audio tracks in there. Yeah. So Fairlight, have you messed around with in Fairlight? I don't know. I have to admit, man. Like, 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 like compared to you, I'm an audio novice, right? Like, like I know what a compressor does. I know how to how to, how to apply the compressor and put a noise gate on. Right, but right. Like, 
That's probably the extent of my audio knowledge. Yeah, there's like some really great audio and, and, and tools like in here. EQ, obviously, right? Because like I'm a speaker boy, you know. It's like I know how to like boost lows, mids, highs, and I know what tones they are. I can I can identify frequency. Like look at this. Their, Works like, with third party plugins. Awesome. Like yeah. like I want to look at these. Like this EQ thing looks sick, dude. Look at this. Yeah. Look, you got a high pass filter. You got like you're cutting out a couple things. You're boosting the clarity. This looks sick, dude. I want to grant. I've been looking into uh, voice specific processing because I'm doing a podcast. If you didn't know, and uh, I want to know how to. Huh? Look at that thing, dude. That thing has like a keyboard. That's a dude. Is that? Do they sell that? That's like a whole key, dude. Dude, I would buy that key. I'm not gonna lie, dude. That looks sick. I I would buy that key, dude. That yeah, that key. I would too. That'd be cool if I could put my own. uh, Oh, they're oh my god, thousand dollars, dude. Wait, you you found it? Well, it's on the. It's on the. it's on their page here. So the oh, speed editor dude. is 295. This one's 995. What kind of switches are in, do you think? Uh, does it say any? I wish it said, dude. What? Tap on yours, dude. What does it got? Give it, it a tap. Like, it feels like rubber domes. Oh, yeah. no, dude. Man. I could pull something off. Rub- but like they, they feel like the best rubber dome. Okay. Okay. No, it'd be really cool if it was fully mechanical, dude. Like, let me, let me, uh, let me get this with the jog I, I wheel. I sent it the link, dude. Oh, dude. I'm going to pull that up. Oh, dude. It's got a jog wheel, dude. Dude, the jog wheel's kind of clutch. Like, it sounds really good. Okay, $9.95. It's in stock, dude. Silicon shortage didn't stop this. <laughs> uh, it's probably not great. I like how it has USB ports on it. That's cool. Is it Bluetooth? Is it? USB-C? Premium, dude. It's probably, it's probably not Bluetooth if it has USB ports on it. I can't it tell. It is USB-C. It is just, zoom in, dude. Zoom in. Come There's on. There's a zoom? Come on. Come on. Oh, come it now. lets me come zoom, now. yeah. Come now. Okay. There, there you go, dude. They USB-C, give you, dude. So I guess you have to have this one plugged in, whereas the other one is like Bluetooth option. Um, but that's cool. That's cool. Resolve is a really powerful piece of software. Um, I'm having a blast with it. There it goes. Advanced panel. Let me get that. It comes with That's a throttle, want, dude. Oh, you, you there's someone the, out there who knows more about video editing than me. Tell me what the throttle does. <laughs> dude, that throttle is unreal, dude. <laughs> Can someone oh my tell God. me what Why do it I does? feel like I'm going to yeah. go to warp drive when I pull, push that? Like, I'm in the Millennium Falcon, yeah. dude. Like, I'm about to. I sent you a link if you wanted to pull it up. It has, uh, it has a five star review. It has one five star review. Dude, who's that guy who has $30,000? That's like, dude, these. This launch probably the people who like edit Avatar, dude. Yeah, he the guy that edited Avatar. He used this this. Uh, uh, but what is that thing? What is that? He thing? used Come on, it. Man. Come on, man. He, Come on, man. He definitely Come on, man. used that. Do you think if you own this, you wouldn't use that? For no, everything? you definitely use it. Did you map it to like forward and backwards in New World? Are these balls like, kind of like the color grade? Uh, those balls are tied to the color grade. Yes, yes. dude. Yeah. You could boost the reg just by kind of uh, nudging yeah, that a little bit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Oh yeah, my like god, a, that'd be unreal! In like, the, uh, I'm not gonna lie. Like, if I get like super hardcore into this, this I is would us. probably buy the micro panel. I would probably buy the micro panel, which is the one I just linked you. Okay, hold on. There's a, oh, there's a micro one. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, a thousand dollars, and then you get the the. This is for color grading. The color dude. balls, dude. You get the color balls, dude. Yeah. You could do. Are those knobs for like lift? Um, gamma, are, look, ga- lift, gamma Zoom gain, in, contrast. Pivot, mid-tone detail, oh, dude, you, you, color yeah, boost, shadows, highlights. Them, maybe? Oh my god, yeah. dude. Can you imagine just like 
going oh b- down the knobs lift oh, gamma dude. gain contrast pivot point mid tail oh color boost shadows highlights saturation oh you're making me want yeah, oh man dude oh man i'm zooming in too far oh i can drag it right or does it not let me drag okay it does Log offset, wanted, dude. dude. RGB level. Okay, Can cool. I tell you right now that if this mini boy had a jog wheel on it, I would probably buy it. Oh, yeah, and dude. Where's I would the jog? I mean, these things rotate, but that's probably... Um, that's probably not for jogging. No, that's probably like... Uh, what is that going to be for? Like, uh, yeah, I don't know what that's going to be for. Because you already have knobs for lift and stuff, so... Yeah. I don't know. It might be for each... Um, color so i don't know it might be for like yeah i don't know but that definitely jogs it doesn't jog but it rotates but this is specifically for color work right it's not really for the edit pane this is really for the color page yeah but like right now the only thing i really use on the speed editor is the jog wheel right so like yeah you jog all day dude so uh yeah it's pretty cool dude like uh i don't know i think personally i want the speed editor it's cheap well not cheap but you know it's affordable cheaper than than the 100 yeah. but yeah resolve 17 dude like it's kind of a sick piece of software and it uh it is yeah dude so have you had any like you've been doing stuff for your uh work right you got like a little studio mm-hmm. set up at work and dude. you're using resolve on the m1 dude how is it fantastic like i said before it feels like a native piece of software yeah, which which it kind of is right uh, what are those? Those are the modular <laughs> uh, workstations. Oh man! But they're like the the they they come with those like that thing you saw in the desk. That was one of these modular things, That's and they weird. sell the tables so, so you can just plop them in. But that person probably had like a hole cut in their desk and dropped it in. Yeah. So yeah. I mean that's kind of slick though, right? It is slick. Dude, where do you have to be to have one of these? Like, what are you doing? What's your what studio? You probably- you probably deal with a vid a lot too. I, I, I don't know if you follow a vid at all. Uh, uh-uh. is that like the, is that like the, if you're a filmmaker, um, do you use that? Yeah. Vid pro tools. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Let me pull that up too. Is okay. Pro tools, huh? Um, so if pro to pro pro tools is audio, right? So, mm-hmm. so I've seen a lot of that. Um, but I haven't seen the video editing portion. So Pro Tools has been like an audio thing, right? Yeah. So yeah. they have, I guess they do uh, video too? It's, it's a top a, a, a vid media composer. Okay, let me pull it up. Oh, okay, yeah, overview. I think this is like industry sort of widely used. Yeah, so basically um, uh, you, you either use a, a vid or resolve. Okay. But if it's like what I've seen too expensive like if I Oh yeah, yeah. We 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 could never afford a vid. Okay. Save money as you commit. So it's like a monthly thing, right though? It seems like now. Uh, yeah, like I'm not gonna say fifty dollars like, like, a month. So they've yeah, changed like, to like, their business model. I yeah. thought this was more, but I wouldn't use this still. Right, right. I would it's a subscription model now. Like they went the Adobe route and was like subscribe, get the and then you yeah, get so, shit. So some films you may know, uh, Jurassic World, the, the, the new one with Chris Pratt is done in the vid. Uh, Ant-Man the Wasp was done in the vid. All the Oceans movies were done in the vid. Uh, this website doesn't but, look as cool as Resolve. No, dude. I'm sorry. That's that, you've, you've lost me, dude. Um, like, what is this? Take your IO to go? 
What is this, dude? Dude, it's a, it's an XL. It's for mics, dude. Come on, get out. This got a little video thing. What SD card? Get out of here with that little thing, dude. What's this? A NAS? <laughs> get out of here, dude. Dude, but, your panels uh, aren't as cool. Although that's Resolve has Jason Bourne series, Deadpool, Deadpool Two, Avatar, uh, all the parts of the uh, the uh, Caribbean, Prometheus, Robin Hood, Star Wars. Uh, the James Bond films with Daniel Craig, they were all done in Resolve. Wow, those look amazing. Those are like, dude, the James yeah. Bond films, all yeah, that. Yeah, like Spectre. Yeah. Like Spectre was a highlight for like for like color and cinematography. And I forget which, which year it was now. But yeah. That was done in Resolve, guys. The, uh, what's the guy's name? The HGTV test on YouTube, dude. Uh, he oh. always pulls oh, yeah. up uh, like, shoot. he always shows in his HDR benchmarks like uh, for skin tones and stuff. The Vincent uh, Tio. Vincent yeah, he always pulls yeah. up like the James Bond films. So yeah, because they they're great, dude. Hundred percent. They're done in Resolve, dude. Yeah, same software. And Resolve use. has a better website. So if you're if you're looking for an NLE, you want to start editing videos and you want to do it on the cheap, dude. Resolve has a free version. I'm not sponsored. Check it out. It's worth it. I really like it. I'm gonna use it in like a couple minutes when I edit this podcast. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, boy. All right, dude, we're going to wrap this podcast up, dude. We're going to wrap it up. Your camera died, so unfortunately you're not going to see Randy's beautiful face because he doesn't have a dummy battery. But Feel you know, blessed, dude. Feel blessed. Feel blessed. You don't You don't got to see him. But uh, anyway, check it out. Uh, check us out, dude. Let me put my music on, dude. Technesthetic.com, dude. Check us out on the website. If you want to see where we're at, I put links on the website. You can see us on Spotify, Google Play Music, all the... Apple Podcasts, you know, anywhere you listen to podcasts, Technesthetic, we're there. Check us out on YouTube. Leave comments down below. We look at them, dude. We see them. And send us an email. Tell us how we're doing. What should we talk about on the podcast? We'll do it. We'll talk about it. Anyway, guys, that's been it. It's been a podcast. See you guys on the next one. Thanks,